Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 64, and we're talking Star Wars Racer, which I played for the N64. Well, considering Star Wars is getting back into the groove again, we've got obviously The Mandalorian, an announcement that we're going to get more Star Wars films. And previously, as a kid, I would have been excited about that idea, but... With the last ones, uh, uh. so with the announcement of more Star Wars films with our favourite Jedi coming, I decided why not come back to another Star Wars Jedi, the prequel series, and we look at this Star Wars racer based on episode one. Now this week I am joined by my cousin Stefan, we've not seen Stefan for a while, and he wanted to do this, he came to me and said I want to play this game, and it was quite funny because at the time I actually recorded it and was thinking of releasing it, Adam from Remember the Game, he did his episode, and I was like, oh for fuck's sake, really, really, and so I've delayed this. I, I, I'll delay it and I'll wait till something Star Wars related happens because I don't want to be seen as completely copying. That would be the bad thing. But I had actually, I'm having a message and was like, Oi! No! So when, when it came to Ape Escape, I messaged him first. When you freaking delay your episode because you delay the release of that because I've just fucking recorded my Ape Escape, you bastard. Wait! <laughs> I don't think I'm the reason why... Mine came out first. I'll make that clear. I'm not bigger than that show. But I just thought it was quite funny. So that Leonardo DiCaprio going, Whoop. I can't whistle that well. But you know, he's clicking and whistling the screen. It made me think like that. But I did play this as a kid. I got blown away with all the episode one stuff because, okay, people may say it's a bad Star Wars film. I don't think it's a bad Star Wars film. I think the last few minutes of that film are fucking incredible. Ignore the whole Jar Jar Binks bollocks. Yeah, that shit. But the last battle was incredible. And I liked the pod racing. I thought the pod racing section was cool. And this, what this game is based on, I had a blast with it. As a kid, it was interesting. Not so much as an adult. As an adult, I've kind of seen the flaws and... Yeah, you're not getting past nostalgia. Nostalgia's not saving you this one. But, hey-ho, I've got to give it a good go. And I did, you know, it's one of those things. I will try my best. I will try my best. Now, we are going to talk about some Star Wars Racer. But if you want, skip a half an hour because we're going to play some games. And we'll do some letters. And so, yeah, just go all the way half an hour if you're not interested in any of that. Before we do anything else, I've got to do the plug. Yes, we do have to do the plug. Wherever you listen to this show, please give it a five-star review. Give it a like. Give it a comment. Say I'm rubbish. Say I'm bad. Say this is the worst podcast ever. Say this is the best podcast ever. Because it just helps me get out there and more views are really good. You know, more eyes on me. That's a good thing, isn't it? So that that song of Final Fantasy VIII, Eyes on Me, I'm not going to sing it. And if you know it, you know it. If you want to help support the show financially, you can do over at patreon.com forward slash RetroWar. For for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC. Now, this could be top 10s, modern game reviews or gaming events or anything else that I really want to talk about. As a bit of a sneak peek... This is what we did last week, and it was episode 37, and it was my modern-day review of Metroid Dread. Yes, I know it came out last year, but I finally got round to finishing it the other week. So I thought, why not doing it? So this is episode 37 of my review of Metroid Dread. And I'm not gonna lie, this is incredible. It this game looks absolutely 
gorgeous. It's by far the best looking Metroid game, without a shadow of a doubt. And in reality, it's one of the best looking 2D games. It looks so good. Everything is this HD crispness. Now I played it on my Switch and then my Switch OLED. Just looks so good. And that was a sneak peek of episode 37. I said it's Metroid Dread. For next week's DLC, I'm probably going to be doing my tep, 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 that's not a word, top 10 hardest video games that I have played. I'll make that very clear. I have played because I know there are games which I have not even had even the chance. Ninja Gaiden series being one. Not even played any of them. So don't bitch and moan at me that I don't mention Ninja Gaiden. Okay? Make that very... You can talk about it if you're Patreon members and you want to bring that to the table. That's fine. I'm sure at some point I will do a Ninja Gaiden game. But I have not done one. So don't bitch at me for that. Alright? Are we clear? I'll have to say that again at some point. I know I'll have to say it next week because I know someone's going to bitch. Yeah, you've not played this game. Ooh. Keep the raging, keep the raging. Okay, but also to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month will go to a UK charity called Get World Gamers, which provides helps games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. Now, so far, we've only raised $2, which I know is a tiny amount, but I hope as the show grows over time, we get to the stage where we can donate a chunk of money, and we can also get to the stage where we can actually donate full games and consoles, which is I one of my dreams. I would love one day to be able to give a console to a hospital. That would be incredible i'd love that however if you do have old games you don't want anymore there is a link in the description and you can just donate them to you know if you're not running you've got like oh i'm gonna say five bucks or whatever five quid selling this game just donate it it'll be really really grateful Additionally, what you get for your money, well, you get a chance to get access to our own Discord. We're building our own little community. You get the chance to message me one-on-one, and you can take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week, and also give you the chance and I'll butcher your name. Right, plug's done. Let's move into the first section of the show, which is our letter section, and I call it 16 Bits of Nonsense. Sixty bits of nonsense is our letter section where you can basically write in, ask me pretty much anything. I'll do my best to answer it. And I was struggling there because I've just drank some coke. Yeah, not the best thing to do at twenty to ten at night, but it's no sugar. I should make that clear. But ah, Jesus, that was cold. All right, let's get into. It. I've got a few questions this week, as always. Five questions to go through. Dave McGinnis says, "Dear, don't do what Danny don't does." Got it. It's been a while since I wrote in. Life can get busy at times. So let me ask you this. Have you ever sharted? The people want to know. Again, this is the level of quality of questions we get on the show. I haven't heard from Dave McGee for a while. No, it's been a while. No, he has. And this is what you come back with, Dave. <laughs> Bastard. Now, if you don't know what sharted is, it means you... Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Shit fart. Yes. A shit fart. Yeah, I have. I have sharted. But it's not been, like, the shit fart that you're thinking of, the sharted. It's more of been, oh, you gamble and you win, but this is a gamble and loss. And it has happened in my lifetime. I've been on this planet for 36 years, and I've gambled and lost. Usually at a place of safety. You know, it's never been... I I never get to that stage of gamble and win when I'm out and about, because that is very dangerous. But I have gambled and lost, you know, in safe locations. 
and it's led to a quick trip to um, fix the problem, shall we say. Remove the evidence. The good thing the wife never hears this. So the wife hates this show. The The boss hates everything. Or she hates everything I stand for. My queen, the queen. She hates everything I stand for. So good thing she's never going to see this. And you bastards don't have her on Instagram. You won't find her on Instagram. So you're never going to be able to message her. So, meh. Meh. Thanks, Dave. Chris Copleen says, Chuck's dud. Since you wouldn't answer my question last week, I'll put in what could be a decent replacement. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, if he doesn't know what he means... He was answering a question about did you do, and I wasn't going to answer it because you know those questions you know are just going to get you in trouble. And whilst I like to rant and rave, that question would have got me in trouble. Let's just put it like that and leave it as that. Okay. Could a pocket pussy double as a didgeridoo that could be used by all? I'm sure it would make similar sounds. Art is an activity for everyone after all. Um, the pocket pussy. Okay, so that weapon could it be used as a didgeridoo? Um. Well, we discussed this. A didgeridoo is, you know, is an, a very, very important item here in a musical instrument here in Australia. Whereas the pocket pussy, when you use that, you lose half your money straight away. And you lose the dog in the house. So it's a dangerous thing to use the pocket pussy. I do, genuinely don't think it is passable as a didgeridoo. I don't think it's something you blow air into it. I think it's going to blow hot air. I don't think it's going to be blown into. This could get me in trouble. That answer. <laughs> but because we've not physically described yet, we've not we've not as a community described what the pocket pussy looks like. Someone has yet. I've had the the item description. Now if you don't know what I'm on about. Listen to the Dragon Warrior episode. I am not just talking about that thing before anyone gets in trouble. Go watch that, listen to that episode. But no, no one has actually given me a physical description of what this thing looks like yet. So no one's drawn the item. Until I see the item, we cannot make... We, this is we're just speculating on what the pocket pussy could do. So I'll leave that up to everyone's imagination. If someone wants to draw the thing, feel free. Put it on the Twitter. Put it on the Patreon. Put it on... Not the Patreon. I was going to say the Discord. Put it up there. Have fun. Let your imagination run wild. And we can decide as a group what is the best version of that item. That's going to get me in trouble. I just know this is the... I'm going down a path here which is going to get me in trouble. And I can just see it all now. It's going to happen. All right. Thanks, Chris, as always, for getting me in trouble. Raging Demon says, I'd like to compliment the listeners on their intelligent arguments raised during last week's Survival Die. It would have been so easy to just say fuck Bowser or fuck Sonic, but everyone had careful thought-out arguments and then added fuck them on the end or some variation of this. Society needs this thought of kind of... This, this, sorry, apologies. Society needs this kind of thoughtful, nuanced decision in a time like ours. Good job, everyone. And yes, I will... I'm, I butchered that last bit. I'm sorry, Raging. I, I do. When he, I'm with that because... When it was last week, we asked for Survive or Die, we did Who Should Die, Dr. Robotnik or Bowser. And everyone gave really good arguments. They were funny. They made me laugh, but they had heart and soul in them. I'm all for that. I think that's great. And I fully agree with you, Raging Demon. I like it when we get real good answers. The problem with your statements is two questions ago, Dave McGee asked me, have you ever sharted? So the the thoughtfulness of your comments is wasted by what was asked two questions ago because 
I was asked ever have I pooped myself when I farted. Hopefully that won't get cut. Literally, the 100 episode is going to be me saying stupid shit, isn't it? And that's probably going to be in there as well. But there we go. I like it when the effort's put in. But not when we get questions about my pooping. Depends if you have video games. Isn't it, really? Come on. Nico Hilson says, Dear Danny G. Degenerate. That's a bit harsh. Last week you mentioned whiskey a couple of times, and as a fellow degenerate, oh, fair enough, I couldn't help but wonder what's your poison. I love a good Jameson's. So I do like a good whiskey. Um, I do. Because I, I never used to. Until I met my wife. And then when I met her, I was only 19 we got together. And I got in... I met her family, and her dad loves whiskey. He got me into it. And my wife's, say, like, semi-pseudo-granddad. I think it was like a... Dis- it was my father-in-law's uncle. He lived with them. He lived with them all back to be like 30-odd years. He lived there. So I knew him the whole time, this relationship. He sadly passed away. But he got me into it as well. And he was, like, in his 70s when I met him. And he died at 89. Um, go rest in peace, Terry. And he was like another granddad to me. And him and my father-in-law, you know, we used to have like a whiskey once a weekend, and it was just really nice and it was really chilled. So they got me onto famous grouse. That was the that was Terry's drink of choice. Um, I personally like Old Putney. Um, it's a drink you can get quite readily in the UK. It's a bit more expensive here in Australia, but I really like that one. And I've got a few bottles, and some I only drink on really rare occasions. Like there's only. There's only been one, I've got a bottle that I've only drank from once, and that was a really difficult time, not for me personally, but for a case that I worked with, with a child who sadly passed away. Um, now, I know I'm, I'm all shits and giggles with this thing, and I try and be as lighthearted as I can, but I work with, I my job's pretty serious. I'm a twat, I know I am, but I take my job seriously, and it was a really, really sad case. The family were lovely. And the little girl sadly passed away due to an illness. And it was the only time I opened this bottle of whiskey. And it was like, you know, it, was, it hit me. Hit, hit. It was before I had um, hiccups as well. So I think she was in the valley. And it, was, it just hit me a little bit. So, yeah, whiskey, I think, has that thing for me where I like to drink it, you know, kind of reflectively. I don't drink it as like a social drink. I'm not that sort of person in the sense of, oh yeah, what are you having tonight? I'll have a whiskey. You know, I don't do it like that, but I kind of like to have it chilled out, relax. You'll never see me have whiskey at a pub. It's not my cup of tea. But when I'm at home, just chilling with, you know, the odd, you know, quiet setting, that's when I'll have a whiskey. I think it's that sort of that sort of drink. Everyone drinks it differently. You do you. And I know I've brought some personal stuff in there and it's probably a bit, you know, well, this is meant to be a comedy thing. Well, I don't think I'm a comedian for the start. But yeah, that's just a little bit of a personal story, my history with the drink. Um, and yeah, I've I've come to love it, and I've had some great drinks with my dad. I've had some great drinks with my uncle. And I think when my dad first found out that I started drinking whiskey, he poured me like a um, four-shot measure and just said, get that down. He was like, blah, 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 because I drank it so quick. I was like, I want to impress my daddy. And I was just like, just absolutely gone. But one of the best moments, actually, you know, again, I'm going on a side note, is um, so my dad, uh, I sort of was a divorced and saw him at the weekends and stuff like that. And I always think he hated everything I liked. But when I came home recently from a UK, an Australia to UK trip, we watched Avengers uh, Endgame. And he said, oh, he, he said, let's watch it. And I was like, are you, are you fucking nuts? I thought you hated all this shit. I, fair enough, I was like 35 at the time. I was like, I thought you hated everything, comic book and stuff. And he's like, no, no, I wanted to get into it. So I, you know, told him the route. But we, we actually sat there and watched the whole of Endgame, the whole thing. 
for three odd hours and just drank whiskey the whole time. And it was one of the best nights of my life because he was asking me questions about geeky. And he wasn't taking the piss. He was genuinely interested about that character, this character, that actor. And it was just amazing. And for me, just to sit there with my dad and just geek out, I was like, this is mentally good. Please no one ruin it for me. And it was in over whiskey. It was just a really, really nice time. And I think it's what that drink that I have when I can really have that bonding session. I, again, I don't think I'm going to have that with my daughter. I can't see her being a whiskey drinker. She's only four. And again, I'm not putting the whiskey in her hand until she's six. Let's be responsible about these things. But, you know, I just think it's one of those things. And again, I know I've gone on a tangent, but I'm sure everyone's got their own stories about what these sort of times mean to them. So if I have touched a nerve and have upset anyone, you know, not like I've angered them, I've just upset them, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm sure hopefully you can get some positive memories from all that as well. Um, but yeah, that's the first time I've kind of got that sort of deep into a question. I didn't think I was going to get that way when I originally looked at it, but hey-ho, here we are. Thank you. Thank you, Nico, thank you. Is it Nico or Nico? You have to tell me that one, you have to let me know. And finally, Captain N says, Danny, you're presented with two choices. Would you, choice one... The ability to slow slow time so seven days pass in 24 hours. Choice two, the ability to speed up time so 24 hours passes in only 8.75 hours. The downside is whatever choice you have to stay in that state for 30 days. So either you sit alone for 210 days or time goes by so fast you miss 200 days of your life. As well, you can only play video games, watch movies, TVs and read during this time. So if the ability isn't being used, you can't do you can't do those things. What do you choose? Hmm, okay, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna put this one hang on. I'm gonna work this one out. Okay, so what is basically saying? Okay. So it's whether I sit alone for 210 days or do I miss 200 days in my life, but I can only play video games, watch movies and TV or read. Uh, I'm taking the, I will sit alone for 210 days. I will 100% say that. And you know what? Of course I'm going to play video games. Of course I'm going to watch movies and TV. Of course I'm going to do those things. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to freaking read. I'm going to freaking read because knowledge is fucking power. Knowledge is power. There's a few that, yeah, video games, I would get so many episodes done. All my guests were being hit up straight away. They, they literally, fuck's sake, they'd be like, what the hell, I've only just spoke to you. I'd be like, quick, Chris, let's do six episodes right now. I've played so many games. Um, I play so many, I get Final Fantasy 15 started and done. I'd play games like that. That'd be absolutely incredible. No, gaming on my own for 210 days, that'd be incredible. No, but I'd read as well. Reading's good. People, I, I can read, but I like to read stories, you know, big like big dragons and stuff. That's my sort of jam. Like fantasies, that's my novels. But I try and read textbooks as well. I try and get smart. Knowledge is power. Like again, I might come across it. I'm not thick. I have a degree. I have a master's degree. And one day I want to do a PhD. I want to become a doctor just to park in the bays where it says doctors only. Fucking doesn't mean medical doctor, does it? But I want to do that. I want, I want to be that person when they say there's a doctor in the house and I come to the, to the forefront and then do fuck all to help. That's what I want now I get my PhD for. It's just that thing. I just think that's a wasted opportunity. And if I've, I'm honestly, I've read that right. If I've read it wrong and it's basically that I have to sit alone and I'm not allowed to do those things, I would still take the 210 days. 
because then I wouldn't obviously do any of those things. I'd just go out and explore and just do get fit, become ripped as anything, become this like freaking jacked guile shit for 210 days. It'd be boring, but I'll sit alone for two, if you're in a room for 210 days. Hey, look, it worked on. Oh, was it? Oh, boy. He kind of went a bit, but he got, look at him. He became a karate monster master. All those movies are, yes, he watched the TV. He watched the TV, didn't he? Shit. Now, I'm still going with the 210 days. Final answer. Lock it in. That's it. It's happening. Weird question. Like the question. Hope I gave a good enough answer for it. I really do hope I did. And that is it for all the letters this week. They, they ranged, and I like it when they range, so thank you very much. Let's move on to our new section, which we call Patch 64.0. So Patch 64.0 is our new section where I look at what's been going on in the gaming world this week and kind of cherry pick things that interest me. And the big story, the big story for me that hit this week was Six Fighter. Jesus, what a way to start. I was going to build an item for something absolutely epic and I got it even way around. Street Fighter 6. Tell it's late, can't you? The demo has come out. It dropped for the PS4 and 5, just dropped. And everyone else is getting it in like three days. So you'll be playing it soon. I haven't downloaded it as of yet, and just because I haven't had a chance this weekend. I've been literally out all weekend, uh, out with the family, so have not had a chance to play it. I will be getting it this week. I will be playing it this week, so I'll be giving my thoughts on it next week. I was thinking of doing a DLC for it, but I, I don't think that'll be fair because I'll be doing a DLC for it, talking about my initial thoughts, and then I'll be doing a DLC for it when I get the main game. So I'll just wait until I get the main game for a DLC. But I am looking forward to playing it. From the looks of it, you can only play with two characters in the main roster. It looks like Ryu and Luke are the only ones you can get your hands on. But I think the demo itself is to show off the world tour mode. So you can build your own character. And I think you could fight them. I don't know if you can fight them against other people. But either way, I'm, I'll find out in a few days. But the character creation screen, I've seen some pure horrors pure horrific destruction things and i remember i was in bed this is a while ago when they first showed this off and people were showing that what they'd build and i was dying laughing you know when you're inside laughing so hard because you don't want to wake your missus up that was me i was like <coughs> but shaking so hard i was like she's gonna be pissed off here because some of them were just i kill them with fire abnormalities and i can't wait to see now it's a demo what people are gonna be design and you've got to fight against i cannot wait and you're trying to work out when you're fighting against and what their moveset is because it's not like you can just go oh for you you don't know because you can just build and it's like a builder bear just put everything your best ones in i just can't wait to see what it's going to be like so yeah next week i will let everyone know raging demon said it's good he likes it so far so i'm looking forward to giving that a go next week and we'll see what my thoughts are. And I've had a good good few hours playing that demo, just basically playing Ryu Solid. Although I want to try and use Kami. That's who I want to talk with Ryu and Kami. I want to get used to. And talking about Street Fighter VI, they also announced the first wave of DLC. They've announced this first year-long process, how it's going to be. And it's not what we... We're not shocked, I should say. Because we this got leaked... And this got leaked when the original characters got leaked. And it is those. 
and it's Rashid, AKI, who's the new female character, Ed and Akuma. They are all going to be out by spring 2024. Unfortunately, they did get leaked, and this was confirmed. They did, because they they said, this is going to be the roster, and once the roster was confirmed, they said they must be the first year's DLC, and it's correct, they were. So to whoever leaked them, go fuck yourself, because you ruined it for everybody. It would have been great that it wasn't dropped, because I keep going back to this when the whole thing happened. It's nice to see when Capcom can reveal this sort of shit themselves. So we're going to have to wait until basically another year, until we start getting Wave 2. And that's when we're going to get, hopefully nothing gets leaked and we can see Capcom present things as they want to. The good thing is with this, this isn't, you know, we're getting these characters once every few months. It's one a month rather than like getting three a month. We're getting one every so often. And so Akuma's not coming until spring 2024, which means, okay, if they're going to do like five waves of this, five, six waves, which is normally the thing with these, because they'll try and bolster the roster to be really big. This game's going to be going out here for a long time. They're, they're planning six Street Fighter Six content. They're not like, right, let's move on to seven. This is going to be it for a good, good long years, which I am really excited for. So you can get so much practice in. So really looking forward to this these next few years of Street Fighter Six. I said when we hear from Mortal Kombat, that'd be even better. Tekken Eight is obviously going to be either here at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Good time to be a fighting fan. That's all I'll say. All I'll say. Okay, some Pokemon stuff. Yes, we always have some Pokemon stuff seems to be making an appearance. First of all, Scarlet and Violet have a new patch. And the reason I'm bringing this to attention because it doesn't fix the performance, just some bugs. Fuck me. Really? It's still not fixing the performance? Are you fucking kidding? We're nearly at six months since this game came out and they've not fixed the performance. Jesus, Game Freak. Like, I'm running out of, of ways to defend you here. Like, I'm doing my best, but I'm struggling now. Like, how has it been that long? Like, I, it's becoming so annoying. Like, I want to play Tales of Symphonia, like the, the Namco one, the, the Namco Bandai, one of the best Tales games, RPGs that came out for the GameCube. And I'm not buying it until they fixed it, because that thing's fucked as well. And I was hoping that gets fixed. Oh, just why they get released like this. It just pisses me off. And I'm not going on rants about this because I already have in the past. But it's just fucking stupid how somebody... And they should have like a fan tester going, uh, no, the game's fucked. Get it back in the oven and it ain't done yet because that's clearly not done. But it's just poor form. Poor form from Game Freak not to fix this. And moving swiftly on to what else is poor form. A uh, photo, for those who don't know, was going around circulating on Twitter. There, apparently a guy who was working in the Pokemon card factory, wherever they cut them, they print them, had stolen nearly a million dollars worth of rare cards from the set's uh, Fusion Strike. Now, I remember when this set came out, and me and Hiccups pulled, a, you know, we, we opened a few packs and never really pulled anything. And I remember watching loads of videos and people saying, Jesus Christ, the pull rate for this set is absolutely shite. And, yeah, that's probably one reason why, because he's, I, the picture is incredible, the amount of pulls in there. And it's impossible to know how much of an impact that's actually had because I don't know how many cards they actually re ever release of everything. Like, the overall amount could actually be 20 tables worth. I don't know. You know, someone's going to have the answer to that, and it's not going to be me, and I'm not smart enough to know that answer. But still, it's like, you you twat. You bellend to do that. Like, the Pokemon company did come out and make a statement and they said, we can confirm that Sword and Shield booster packs and products were shipped to retail as intended. They said that we have no indication that the integrity of the products were impacted by any confirmed or unconfirmed theft. So by them saying that, there's two things. One, 
it did happen because they're, they're acknowledging it. So it did happen. Two, you're not getting any free shit. <laughs> That's what it's basically saying. Nah, it's fine. Fuck it. You're not getting... Don't think just because you've got loads of fusion shit, you're getting it free. Because I've got um, two ETBs and a box. I'm like, shit. That's not going to sell well in the future, isn't it? Knowing that the pulls are going to be absolutely dreadful in them. So, ugh. So hopefully, I don't know, like in 15 years' time, people have forgotten this little story. And when they come to me and go, how much is that box worth? A million dollars. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've not told the wife this because she will question, uh, why'd you buy the box then? Uh, I don't know. Because it was shiny. Because it was shiny. That's what's going to Oh, fuck. I'm fucked, aren't I? All right. Some bit of other sad news. And it's linked to Pokemon. Um... The voice actor, James Carter Cathcart. Now, you might not know who he is, but you probably recognize his voice. He was the voice actor for Professor Oak, Gary Oak. He did Team Rocket James and Meowth. He was like the second version of him. Uh, has now had to retire because he's got throat cancer. Um, apparently, his, his wife updated people and said, sadly, he's not responding to current treatments and a more aggressive approach is needed. So it's not, we don't know how his, his prognosis is. But he's had to retire because of what he's going through. And I wish him all the best. And I hope he makes a full recovery. Everyone here who's involved in this show, I hope was winning in the same. And I hope your friends and family are also getting through this as best they can. Um, so thoughts with you all. And I really hope that it's able to progress. And, you know, you get the treatment you need. And it does really well. And you're cured. I really hope that. I really do. So, yeah. So other stuff that's gone through. Um, Advance Wars is out. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp are in, and they're around the 80% mark. And I'm looking at it going, ooh. Because I've started playing Advance Wars recently. I was like, ooh, do I want to play it on the Switch? And I'm like, I'm tempted. But maybe I'll see how I get through the first one, because I've stopped playing it. I need to get back to it quickly, because you, know, you, you, you forget how things work. But yeah, ooh, tempting. I think it's full price is what's put me off at the moment. Again, people could argue, well, you get two games, and you do, you get two games for the price of one, and they're obviously redone and remastered, and they've added loads of extra shit into it. So if people have got this game, let me know if it's any good, and whether I should slap down some hard cash in the future, not now, in the future for it. And talking about stuff that's coming out for the Nintendo Switch, and the Mega Drive, the online service, has got four new games that have been released. Uh, Street Fighter Championship Edition, Flicky, Pulseman, which is a Game Freak game, oddly enough, and Kid Chameleon. Now, I know of Street Fighter 2, the Championship Edition, played that as shit because I was a Mega Drive user. Uh, I knew of Flicky, and you have Kid Chameleon, did nothing of Pulse Man, so we'll have to give that a go one day. And Kid Chameleon, looking forward to that, because I used to read a comic strip and Sonic the Comic of that, and it was quite cool. Um, never played the game, never even seen the game, so yeah, I want to give that a go. Flicky? Did anyone really ask for Flicky? And someone's going to be sitting there going, Flicky's the greatest game of all time. It's fucking awesome. But you know what? If this show makes it to 350, I'll do fucking Flicky. I'll, I will do Flicky as the 350th episode if we get that freaking far. Let's make it that clear. I hope so. It's, it's six more years to go. Someone, I, I'm going to try and do my best to forget I made that statement, but someone's going to remind me. I can just see it now because I ain't going anywhere with this. I love doing this show. But yeah, four new games. Really like to see. I really like to see we're getting more games. Surprising we got the Street Fighter 2 one. I'm really surprised we got that. But considering we've got Street Fighter Turbo, that's on the main Nintendo one. So I'm like, why give us 
the championship edition with less buttons. I don't know. Someone someone up there will have an idea why. But it means there are so many more Mega Drive games that could come forward. Again, I've just completed Rocket Knight Adventures. That could come on the game. That could come on the system. And it, I just want the... I know the Game Boy is getting some, and the Game Boy Advance is getting some, but I don't want this now to be the thing where we don't focus on the NES and we don't focus on, on the SNES. I want the NES and the SNES to keep getting games as well because there are plenty more titles which Nintendo can be releasing. I hope it just, they just happen on all of them and that the Switch just becomes the ultimate place for retro. That's what I would, I would, I'm begging to happen in the future. And I suppose we'll. If the Mega Drive got more games, but then the SNES, or the SNES, and the NES, wherever you're from, don't get them, I'll be a bit disappointed because just there are so many more games that could be shown. All right, talking about the Mega Drive and Sonic esques, um, they've announced Sonic, their Sega or Lego have announced there's going to be four new sets coming in, which I was like, ooh, Sonic, ooh, and I do kind of want to get the Lego sets for Sonic, but they're so expensive. But there's an Amy's Animal Rescue Island, and I love Amy Rose. I'm sorry, I do. Not in that way, funny way, it's weird. But I think she's such a cool-ass character, and I want to get that set. So if I see that in my local Big W, I'm buying that set. I'm just going to buy it day one. I'm not going to tell the wife. She's going to come down, because she doesn't come down to my den. She only comes down here when she needs to get food from the freezer. Like the other freezer, which is not normally. The other freezer's there just basically for like spare meals we've cooked or get beer downstairs, which I've not gone and got. So she doesn't come down here. So I'll have that Lego set made up and she'll have no fucking idea. And she'll think I'm weird for having a pink hedgehog with a Lego set, but I don't care. Like I know the Mario set's popular one, you know, I know that, but that's so expensive as well. But one day I want the whole fucking Sonic set. Leave me alone. That's what I want. Alright, also talking about Sonic stuff, um, if anyone was following on social media, there has been a shot of Knuckles' hat on a director's board, because the Knuckles, tra- Knuckles series has now started filming. Now, this is going to be set between Sonic 2 and Sonic 3. Knuckles is going to be training Wade Whipple. Now, if you've not watched the films, 1 and 2, they are basically the... He's, Wade was like the shitty, bumbling police officer, and Knuckles is going to be training him how to be an echidna warrior. That should be quite funny. No premiere has been set yet, so we're not sure when it's going to be released. Um, but just see it like this. The longer this takes gets released, the longer it's going to take for Sonic 3 to get released. Okay, so put bear that in mind as a bit of a... When you're getting that... But for those who don't know, the, the cast list has been set. Rory McCann. Um, now, if you don't know who Rory McCann is, he played um, Sandor Clegane, the mountain, in Game of Thrones. Now, he's a British guy. Most people from Game of Thrones were British. Um, and I've seen him in some do some stupid stuff. If you've ever seen um, a film called Hot Fuzz, he's brilliant in that. He plays an absolute moron. Doesn't say barely any words, but he's just so harrowing in that. I wonder if he's going to be playing that sort of stupid character. My thoughts are he's going to be playing the big baddie. I think he will be it because I can't see him playing an idiot when you've got Wade Whipple is an idiot and Knuckles is an idiot in his own way and Idris Elba will be that idiot. I can't see him having a baddie as it. I think it'll be Rory will be this big gruff fucking I'll fight you. Because he's massive, isn't he? He'll fight Knuckles, like, bare-fisted. Although that should still result in an easy win for Knuckles. But hey-ho, they'll work in him because of 
plot needs. We'll wait and see. But I am looking forward to it. I love Idris Elba. He's a great actor. I know a lot of you have probably seen him on The Wire. You might have seen him in, um, what's it called? James Gunn's, was it James Gunn's? Uh, Suicide Squad. Um, I know him from Luther, which is a British TV show. If you want to see real Idris Elba, watch Luther. Fuck me, it's incredible. Really, really good, gritty police drama. Very, very good. All right, two more stories, and then we'll get moving on. Um, Bungie, didn't think I'd be bringing this up. Now, apparently, they have irrefutable evidence about a Destiny 2 leaker. Now, apparently, upcoming season 21, that of Destiny 2 DLC, that's mental, that's just, that's blowing my mind, which is expected later this year. Uh, apparently a huge number of changes have already been leaked about what's actually coming again which is shit i hate all that sort of stuff now although bungie haven't announced who's done it they acknowledged the leaks and said yep it's true and they've been internally they've pointed the finger at this individual and apparently he's a well-known community member who he said he's innocent but this is what bungie have come out and said said our security and legal teams have reviewed irrefutable evidence including video recordings verified messages and imaged images demonstrating a pattern over time that confirmed the same individual shared confidential information from community summits spanning multiple years we are very disappointed to have learned this information and we wish things have gone differently with this person we do not take these actions lightly and we're confident on decision and they said they're not going to be addressing this any further that's going to be interesting in the sense of where we go from here because is the person who is claiming that they're innocent once they're put i assume fired or whatever are they then going to come out on the record and say i'm innocent i'm going to sue them i don't know because bungie aren't saying anything else so if really if they get bungie on say it's up to this person whether they put something out there uh people who know destiny who I don't know the scene, but people who may be behind the scenes or who you know know a bit more about game journalism might know who this person is. I might be able to say, "Oh yeah, it's this fucker." I don't know, I don't know, but it's a funny story. <laughs> Just like wheeling and dealing, releasing shit. Like I, if he has done it or he or she has done it, I don't care. In that sense, fuck them, fuck them, because I don't. I hate people who leak shit. I've been very clear about that. I hate shit is being leaked, and. Just does my head in. So, nah, no sympathy for you whatsoever. And also another person I've got sympathy for. Do you remember a while back, we talked about Gary Bowser? Now, he was the person Nintendo put in prison. Nintendo themselves. Nintendo put um, them in prison because... Well, he didn't put... Nintendo took him to court because he would basically was selling ROMs on his site... And Nintendo were like, nah, 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 nah. We don't mind people hosting them. Well, they do. But they were not letting you profit off it. Fuck right off. So he was actually given 40 months imprisonment for this. And it's hilarious the fact that he's called Gary Bowser. You've got Doug Bowser, the president. And then whatever Doug Bowser is. And then you've got Bowser. Just just hilarious. Now, he has only... He's entered 40 months, but due to good behavior, he's now out. And time served, he's out. But he's been told this is what I find so bad. Nintendo are going to be allowed to take 25 to 30% of his monthly income until his $10 million debt is paid off. It's like, fuck! Fucking hell. And he's only paid $175. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's going to be there all day. Oh, the poor fucker. Oh, fucking hell. That's like having like this big... He's like got another house to pay for. 
And you just imagine Nintendo aren't going to take the foot off the neck. They're going to be keeping it on. They don't, won't give a shit, will they? They will be after him. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. You're fucked. Well, don't do a crime. Look, I've... I suppose 10 million in a fucking hell. You say, been in prison and still 10 million. Oh, Jesus, but... That's the law, innit? Copyright, a bitch. You do not breach copyright in any circumstances. You get fucked over. Like, just huge, ridiculous fines. Gets all the financial bollocks. <sighs> yeah. What a way to finish the news. <laughs> Alright. Moving swiftly on to our free section. Which we give it to everyone. And it's called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. Now, Sticky Dibby Ginger is a free section where anyone can get involved. And basically, it doesn't matter whether you're Patreon or whatever. If you just have something you're pissed off about or something you achieved, please let me know. Didn't get any this week. But I said, I don't care because I've got one. I finished Rocket Knight. Now, people might say to me, Danny, that's easy. Yeah, it is once you know the patterns. But when you play it for the first time, fuck me. Jesus. I'm praying to him by the end of it. It was difficult. It was a hard-ass game. And we did it. I had to get it done really quick. Got it done in like two, two, three sittings because it's been now covered. It's been recorded for the show. It will be a future recording in a late episode. I don't know when it's coming out, but it has been done. But it was good fun. And it was a bit of a... I was like, get the fuck in when I finished the final boss. I think I was on the toilet when I did it, but I was very proud of myself for having done that. So well done, me. Pat in the back. Now, before we go into Survival Die, I'm there's some bits of news that have come to my attention. And I feel... Like, we should do this, maybe, if, if word gets spread to me in this way. And I'm going to have this, and it's going to be basically celebrating people's good news. So I'm just going to call this the Celebration Sector. The Celebration Sector, I'm, I'm only briefly... It's only I'm only going to do this if I get good news sent to me by, by people, not just people I see on the internet, as in, like, random celebrities. It's the people I know of the show. Friends of the show who have been in touch, who I've spoken to, and I know they've done well, I will do a little celebratory thing. I've got three good stories. Three good stories. So the first one is from Adam from the Good, the Bad, and the Backlog podcast. I nearly got it. Fucking mouth word, mouth twisting in it. He's just moved in with his partner, with his fella. All the best to you, sunshine. Wish you all the best. Now, he's not been on the show yet, Adam. He will be. We've recorded an episode together. He's coming on. So it's... And, yeah... He's an interesting... You think Chris is an interesting cookie? Wait until you meet this guy. That's all I can say. He's like, he looks at what Jake do and what Chris do and goes, well, how can I go beyond that? That's what Adam does. So expect that episode in the next few weeks. I also want to say um, congratulations to Adam from the Remember the Game podcast. He just got engaged today. So congratulations to you and your, your missus. I wish you all the best. All the happiness. I hope you enjoy your night. I hope you enjoy the next few days because it's going to be a roller coaster for you. And I hope all your wedding plans go well. Good news, that isn't it? And finally, Dave McGee, he put an announcement up today. Um, it made me quite made me laugh actually. I was out and about with the family when it came up, and he said, um, he said, my spawn is now 15 years old, and like Retro Wars says, fuck me, I'm old. So I'm only saying that. A, yes, that's good fun for having me in there. Thank you very much. But B, happy birthday to your spawn. 
I hope you spawn had a really good day at 15. I don't know her name, but we'll just refer to her as Spawn. That is her name for the rest of it. Yeah, don't tell me your children's names. Just call me the Spawns. Just call me them, and then that's how you refer your Spawn. So if you've got any birthdays or any good news stories you want me to share, I want, I'm not going to be looking for them. You tell me them. If I see them, I see them. But I mean, like, I'm not looking for random stories on the internet. It's got to be from members. It's got to be people I know. Good news stories, and we will do the celebration sector. So, yeah. Congratulations to everyone. Enjoy yourselves. I hope you have a really good end of your weekend. There we go. All right. Okay. Let's just get on with the usual stuff. We've we've gone. We're nearly forty-two minutes already. Let's get on to survive or die. Hey, listen. Okay, Survive or Die is our Patreon show where we get two contestants each week. It could be game franchises, game characters, game designs, could be anything. And we have them knelt before Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan who is getting there with his Shower Khan hammer. And one of them is going to survive and one of them is going to get their brain smashed out. Now, considering we're talking Star Wars, I wanted to look at two Star Wars characters. And it was very easy for me to say Luke or Darth. And I thought, eh, nah, 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 nah. let's look at some of the ones that came from video games. Origi I was looking for originated. That was the word I was looking for. And I've gone with Cal Kestis or Starkiller. They're the two we've gone for. I'm going to give you guys the chance to give your thoughts, and then I'll give my thoughts. So Chris Copline says, who are these nerds? I have no idea. I'm letting the ginger live, though. They seem to be disappearing from media for some reason. Need to save the gingers, even if they are soulless. Mmm, good point. I have a ginger beard. I can understand that pain. I look at the sun and I melt. I'm so... I have ginger skin. I swear to God, I have ginger skin. I don't have ginger hair. But I look at the sun burn. So I understand. So I'm like half soulless. I'm like a demi. Like a daywalker. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can survive out in the sun for some time. But I understand your point. Yeah, gingers are... Gingers are leaving the media. Oh, I'm not getting all political about this, but you know they always say this thing about whitewashing or blackwashing, whatever. The funny thing is, you look at ginger washing. Ginger washing's a real thing. I laugh every time I see that. It just makes me laugh. It's just, bring back that gingers. Ah, Ranger Demon, he says, This one is tough to call. Even I am equally indifferent to both pseudo-Jedi. However, Archie Andrews, oops, I mean Cal Kestis, is not a star, and Starkiller has a heritage of killing stars, and not just Kestis, so all I considered, I have a ginger queen that I love, appreciate and care for, and just like Marin from Zelda, who survived, basic on this logic, so shall the shitty no-name Jedi, Ginger Power. What? I, uh, what? I don't... I, uh, I'd be, uh, all things, I have a ginger queen that I love and appreciate, and just like Marin and Zelda survive based on that. Okay, right, he's gone. Have you gone with the ginger ginger power? You've gone with the ginger one. Okay, I had to look at that and go. Put some commas in your sentences. It's like I have to go appreciate and care for just like Marin from Zelda who survived based on this logic. So how the shitty no gem died ginger power. Put some freaking commas in there, or a full stop so I can go. <gasps> Grammar, grammar, I'm not the grammar police here, but put some in. Because I'm like Ron Burgundy, I will read whatever you put from the teleprompter. I will just freaking read that shit. Don't ask me to put grammar in there. God damn. <sighs> Finally, Captain N says, easily, Star Trek survives, Star Wars can die. And yes, I know that isn't the question, but is it the answer? And God damn right, it's the answer. 
It, it isn't, but it isn't. I like Star Wars, but Star Trek is the answer to that. I'll make that very clear. That's never going to be a DLC because it's not a gaming-related one. But fuck me, Star Trek lives over Star Wars. That's pissed people off. I don't care. I love Jack and John Luke Picard and Captain... Well, eventually Captain Rikard. I love him. Oh, just the memes alone. Riker's beard. Follow that on Facebook and have a laugh to yourself. I love me Star Trek. I really do. All right, okay. Who am I going with? Am I going with Calcestis or Starkiller? Do you know what? My answer's pretty shit. I'm going with Calcestis for the same reasons that you guys got. I never played either of them, but I want to save the gingers. I want to save the gingers. I'm part ginger. I look at him and go, no, just save him. Save him now. Don't let him go anywhere. And if they do bring him into the film, it's like, no, save the gingerness. Is it because it's like the HD quality of these cameras that just don't allow ginger people on? Is it like the cameras burn their soul? I don't know. Is it? I, I don't know what it is. Is it the light from the, the on production sets? Did they burn them and then they literally melt away like vampires? I don't know. But I am saving Cal Kestis just because he's ginger. And I can say that because I have a ginger beard. And I, I impact on the... I'm part Irish. Carol, for God's sake. We are we are ginger. And plus Starkiller. Boring. I don't know. I just, just boring name. This. Oh, I kill stars. Oh. People are going to be like, that's a really shit answer. I don't care. It's my freaking show. It seems people are going to be like, no. Starkiller's the much better character. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you should have fought harder for him, shouldn't you? No one did. So there we go. Star Killers getting Shao Kahn hammered to death. Thanks, Jeffrey, for doing that. All right, okay, that was good. What have I been up to? Well, not much, just working and stuff, but there was something happened today, and it was literally just after David sent his message about his spawn, and it made me laugh. Like, I know I usually don't say about family stuff, but this was funny, and I was getting into the lift, right? I was about to get into the lift, and as it's about to get in, and the miss is about to get in, the lift suddenly has to close on it, and she just shouts, Jesus! And she gets in, and this other woman behind with a uh, little girl, probably a year, you're probably three years old, get, starts getting in, and she suddenly goes, Jesus! And I was like, oh, fuck. So me and the wife and this kid's mum are like horrified, this little three-year-old kid's now going, Jesus, Jesus! And then my little girl hiccups, is going, Mommy, Mommy, what did, what did, what, what, what? And this little girl's like, Jesus, Jesus! And uh, poor mum's horrified by now. And then my missus goes, I'm like, cheese, she said cheese. And then my missus goes, yeah, cheese, cheese, it was cheese. So this little girl's going, cheese, she's going, Jesus! And my little one's going, Jesus! Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm like, I'm like, fuck me. This is the, the worst thing ever. We've got one kid shouting Jesus and one kid shouting Jesus. I, I just literally ran, I'm dying. I was like, I can't laugh because the poor mother is horrified now that I've just got this biblical reference and now I'm slandering the Lord as cheese. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So if you don't have kids, they learn things. They pick up shit quickly. Fucking brilliant. I just I love kids. They're just so funny, aren't they? They're so malleable into the shit you want them to do. Uh, what have I been playing? Well, as I said at the beginning, I played Rocket Knight. I got that done. I had a quick game of TMNT, Fall of the Foot Clan. That needed to be done because we just covered that. I've been playing Breath of Fire and I am not... I am having fun, but I am not having fun at the same time. So if you like Breath of Fire, that's coming. Don't be expecting me to praise that game. It is getting shat all over. It really is now. Just just letting you know. Just telling you now. And finally, I've been playing Mario Golf. I swear to God, it's such a good time playing Mario Golf on the N64. So much fun. 
So, so much fun. I can't wait to be playing. We're recording that in a few days. And I can't wait. So, we've got a few more days of playing that. Can't wait to record it for the show. Oh, it's great. And that's it. That's everything. Let's get into it because I have been going on and said I played this game. I played Star Wars. That is what we're all here for. I feel sorry for the people who jumped off an hour because that's not even enough. I, I played Star Wars Racer. I played it back in the day in the N64. So going back to it now, I was like, oh, am I going to still like it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to say on it. But it was a game that was, you know, it was in the N64 era. It was trying to be a bit different to Mario Kart, Diddy Kong Racing. It was just trying to be a little bit different and stand out. So let's just get into it. My cousin Stefan came along for the ride. I am going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and my cousin Stefan are going to be talking about Star Wars Racer, which released for the N64 in Europe on June the 4th, 1999. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning once again to the show is more family time. It's my cousin Stefan. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah, on this uh, nice autumnal evening. Oh, it's spring for me. It's spring and the rain has started. It's great. Lovely. And you're bright, bright and awake as usual. Oh yeah, bright and awake as usual. As I sit here in my Udi, well, Udi alternative. It's like, yeah, that's too early for me for this bollocks. I do like the contrast of the Australian and English times. The, the beer and wine times for me and the hoodie up and please no, God no, let me go back to sleep. Of yeah, your... that's how it feels when I do these things. Because for those who don't know and are new to the show, I do these at like 5, 6 a.m. I record these because I'm nice to my guests. I could make them wake up at silly o'clock, but no, I make the, I wake up at this time because I'm an idiot. So today, as I'm yawning, see, as it shows, we are doing Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. What are you? Yeah, Pod Racer, and this is a game that you wanted to do again. Came at me with. Now I did play this back when I was a kid. I can't remember how the hell I got hold of it, but I did play it, and it it was all right. I, I when you announced it, then I I almost nearly felt the tumbleweed go past. <laughs> <That's a> really- <laughs> Yay! What what a game! <laughs> it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Pod racer. That's probably the best way I can say it. I think. I think with me, I've got so. When you said you were doing this podcast, and to think of games that I played loads when I was a kid. Obviously, like the big ones come to mind. I'm a big N64 guy, so you had your, your Zelda, your Mario, all the fucking Mystical Ninja and mm. um, Banjo Kazooie, all these huge games, and then Goldeneye, obviously. You could go through the list, and for, but for some reason, one game that just came to mind that I absolutely sessioned was Star Wars Racer. Yeah. Like, I played it for hours and hours and with mates and with families and with family and stuff. And I, I, I don't know, I, I sort of, I only, I only really wanted to do this for a bit of an, like you said, it's a weird one. I don't know if I like it or I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird because, like, this game, Right, it has. I'm not going to bag it the whole time. I'm not. It has its pluses, and it kind of reminds me of Wipeout for the PlayStation yeah. and the F Zero yeah. franchise. So 
for those who don't know, it's basically based off the racer race that you saw in episode one of Star Wars. The one, the one good scene of the first film. No, oh, no, no. no. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Take away the Darth Maul scene. Thank you. Like... That fight is yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is amazing. But the other, the, out of the two good scenes, they made a whole fucking game of. Hey, wait. To be fair to them, they made a whole game out of one fucking scene. In a they film. did. They did. They made a whole out of one literally bit of the story. They made a whole game out of it. And so it's basically, yeah, what you saw. Well, you'd like to think is what you saw in the game. But it's 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 it is and it isn't. So basically, you whiz around in your pod racer for three laps, and it's a race. And unlike other races, so like your Mario Kart, Diddy Kong racing, anything like that, your Crash Bandicoots, this is just literally no weapons, no items. It is literally you and your pod racer. That is it. It is racing to for extreme for like purists. This is what you'd like. It's it's a racing game straight up straight up, and there's nothing else really. Well, there are its own little features. <laughs> it's, it's End of book. podcast. End of podcast. <laughs> Done. See you later. Well, no, it's, it's, a, it's a racing. It's a racing game. It's, it's a racing game. game. Yeah. Uh, come on, you know. You, you, you know what you're getting with this one. Look, okay. So it's the you should say it's very fast game. It is a very uh, fucking fast. Right. I, I download because you know what I'm committed to this podcast, Danny. Oh, I good. get the I'm fucking. I, I I mean I am still playing through. I've only just completed Banjo Kazooie after the uh, what number of podcasts was that for you? Fucking oh God knows. I have to get the list. Up, hang on. <laughs> In the twenties. I've only. I can't. It just takes me a long time to complete a game. But I, so I I do I do like every game I um. If I'm not long playing it and watching a long, the full long play and playing it, and I, I have played Racer over the last week, I played it with my son, which is really nice as well because I've got a seven year old kid, and um, he he smashed me on it a few times to be fair. Did he? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I think I, I think I think my old eyes now can't keep up with the. the with the graphics, so, so like <laughs> the frame rate and the graphics of the N64. I don't know. I think they just programmed for a child's mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, adults have evolved further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, though, it's it's a fast game. Like, yeah, you can easily slap on. Like, you go in about 600, 700 miles per hour and just race. But this game actually makes you feel like you are going at stupid speed because your reactions need to be on on point with this game. Because things just suddenly come at you like, holy shit, I've got to go like, well, I'm going to suddenly dive yeah. left, dive right. It, it was the first time in a long time. Now, have you ever played a racing game and held your controller and actually moved with the controller? No, that's basically my mother-in-law when she's playing Mario Kart. That's what she does. It does my well, That's why I, I vividly remember when I was, uh, when I got, when I got, it was the, the day that I got the N64. I think it was for, it must have been for Christmas because all the family were there and we opened the presents and we got the N64. We plugged it in the first time. Four player, I got the four controllers. So me, my sister, my mum and my dad played Mario Kart. And I remember vividly turning my head, <laughs> my body when I played Mario Kart. And then, you know, a few weeks into it, you go, oh shit, I don't have to do that. So you just, no, uh, you don't. You know, but I did that again because it was so fast. I was on the couch the other day and I was literally, shit, fucking hell, whoa, yeah, whoa, it, whoa, things are flying past me. 
Your reactions it, need to be spot on for this game. It is an impressively fast game for the time it come out, you know. Yeah. It, it's a very fast game, so your reactions need to be spot on. I, I think sometimes because the graphics are not that good, the textures are a bit terrible, you sometimes like, holy shit, I need to turn. So you ha- you've got a map. You need that map so much. Yeah. You know, holy Possibly. shit, that's an actual corner. I, to know I need to be going left, right, or or die, basically. Well, I was laughing the other day because I obviously with um, the Discord chat that we've got for this podcast, it was um, I thought I'd, I'd done a massive achievement, thinking, oh my god, I've completed my first game within an hour. Mm. I put up, I've done it. Put up my uh, uh, installing now, and then an hour later, fucking boxed it, all sorted, and then everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. and then it's like. Oh, actually, I didn't realise it was like a whole other uh, set of levels and uh, the next one and the next one. So there's about, there's about fucking four layer, four yeah. levels of difficulty, four different tournaments. And I completed the first eight races thing and I bucked the game. Oh, good. And that was going to be my, you that was gonna be my stick it up your ginger. There you, you go. You thought you were a smart ass, but there are 25 yeah. races in this. <laughs> 25 races across different planets. But then I thought, oh, it can't be that hard. And this is an N64 game. I remember completing it when I was a kid, all that. And then I did the second set of levels, and I just, I can't do it. It's too fast. It's too fast. I'm too fucking, I, I don't know whether I'm t- too much of a casual gamer, but I've just given up. It's too, it's too much. I don't know whether it's um, the fact that I'm playing on this, like, 60-inch UHD screen. Updated, it won't like it. It won't it, like no, it. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And basically, like you said, you're going so fast and the, the, the graphics are just, you might as well just be racing through fucking random shapes. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure back in the day, I'm sure back in the day when they were developing this, they were, they were really developing a... Uh, you know, one of these planets, these Star Wars planets, and doing the in-depth thing. I mean, there's one. Um, I'm so sure. I, I can't. I didn't, you know, this is the amount of research it goes into. This. I can't remember the fucking names of the planet. Yours, apart from Tatooine, no one does. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> but to be fair, which I'll say to them, this, is, this is good credit to the game. The amount of detail for Star Wars geeks, man. They could put all the characters in. They oh, the, the law. Yeah, the law. Be... The law's in there. It's they put it all into this game. It's fucking. It, it's all there. And even the announcers of them, you know, the races. So yeah. in the N64, I'm cheating here a bit because I, I wanted to review the N64 version, but I played the Xbox version, which has cutscenes. Yeah, I read this. The N64, I the N64 nothing. Cut them. But they're actually really good. I mean, Jabba's, Jabba's looking like he's had a facelift. I'll put it that way. Oh, he's you looking all right, is he? He's, a, he's quite smooth. It's, uh, yeah, the the character designs on this game aren't good. Like you look at them, like oh, that's that's pure N sixty four PS one era box art, three yeah, yeah. D polygons. It it's a bit of a mess. And the thing is, like, I think yeah, it is. It's just Star Wars racer random blocks. That's what one of the problems is. But there could have been so many good things that could go right with this. Because I think the other major problem I have with this game is that. Once you're ahead, you're ahead. You're ahead, yeah. And that was, that's it. Yeah. It's and only the- when letting my... So, like I said, I play with my son. Um, I, uh, I I played with him, and I, I let him catch up with me. 
And because in, in the two-player, you can only have... And that's another thing that you can't do. You can't do two-player with CPU. It's no. just... But that was quite common one. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it was... It was interesting because we got to because I let him win a bit and I let him catch up and a bit of play. You know when he, you know you want to let a kid win. You know what I mean. So yeah, I let Absolutely. Well, no, but well, that's the thing. I let him win and then he fucking had me off. It was just like, ha ha, you lose, sucker, and I didn't fucking beat him. Yeah, <laughs> backhand. You motherfucker. Um, but you, um, you know, I you have that moment. I let him pass me and then I followed him, not with the full throttle, and you see the potential. So you, I was following him, and you saw the two pod races sort of going. You're like, oh my god, if this was remade with current gen and like with the full, you know, the full potential of what we've got now, mm. it could be fucking insane. It could, with, with, really it would, could. It would never happen. It would never happen. No, it won't because if they're not making F zero, they're not making this. So that's yeah. that's that's basically how I ever see this. But yeah, if you're in if you're in front, you are in front, and all you're going to hear for the first two laps is engine music, and that's all you'll hear. You'll it's a very very lonely experience, and yeah. that's the problem. Is that it, it, you know it becomes once you get to the lead, it's just basically put your if you know the route that you're going to take, the enemy's not catching you. Just go. And it takes away from what was in the film when the pods were crashing into each yeah. other, um, yeah. which is what you want to see. But you don't see that, unfortunately. And it's only in the third lap that the music kicks in, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I was like, why? Just, just do it the whole way through because well, some, of the, thinking... some of these laps are big. Yeah. Um, and some aren't, which is really mm. frustrating. Like, <laughs> like, was... like 30 seconds, some's like 90 seconds. So you've got to do four and a half minutes of pure reaction so get this right when i played and i thought i was the absolute man and finished the game within an hour my review was like right loads of nostalgia remember playing it was dead good star wars fucking amazing only thing is shit um shit amount of courses lonely experience because you don't see any other races and uh and what was it um some of the races that are short but like when I did play the second tier of, of races, the, the, the next tournament, fuck it, I, I did have a different experience. Yeah, you have, um, you, you do see a lot more like close quarters racing and stuff, but that's as the difficulty gets harder. It might be because I'm quite simple, Danny. Well, it, it is true. <laughs> there, is, there is that. There is that <laughs> problem. But right, considering I've just said about like two of the bad things, there are some good things, like basically how this game works and to make it a bit more realistic. You have a basically, your pod has six compartments three each side and basically you can't just do a mario kart and smash it left right center you take damage uh you go from green yellow red and then it go on fire I love then, that the which is Great. good and then you can you'll explode and if you explode and again this is if you slam into a wall too hard you'll basically go back you have to respawn and you, you lose a few seconds but i did like the engine idea because that makes kind of sense and you it, calling, did you play it so yeah i played it so i played it so i've got my memory back doing it and yeah basically if you're if you go to like yellow or red especially red you're basically you're, you're buggered you've got to you got to put out fires you, you can, can use the cooler which you can tests. use the cooler and re or repair it and get your repair droids on the go to fix it like you lose speed 
But they like, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it, which I think is really cool. Again, that's from the film. Really good idea. The sound effects, man, it's like, I read a review of it and it said, this is a great game. It got loads, it fucking got well-reviewed at the time. Like, really, like, high reviews. But they it were saying... Now. No, no. But they, 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 they said if it wasn't for the Star Wars license, it, it would be a complete no, fun game. It, will, it so, would never sell. Yeah. When you had stuff, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you remember Extreme G. Oh, I remember that. I remember Extreme, Extreme G. G. Is amazing, man. Extreme G is brilliant. That's but yeah. it's like a It's a wipeout ripoff. Yeah, it's a wipeout like, ripoff. I remember that. It's amazing. Like the, so, I was looking at this. I was like, I was like, when was the last? When was the last time I played a good racer? I, I genuinely can't think. I mean, you've got all your all your, you know your fours or your GTs or stuff like this. Is like, but a proper good themed racer. Mm. F Zero is meant to be amazing. I've never played it. Oh. I, know, I know what what's the dude who does Falcon Punch. Falcon Punch, guy? yeah, yeah. That guy never played as it, never raced as it, but I know who he is. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's like he's obviously got clout with the fucking the, the brand and that because I know who he is. But um there's not I think there was a period in the late 90s where I, it must it must have been because of the arcade races that there was just this fucking hype train for races. I remember there was uh, South Park racer. Diddy Kong racing or all these things like it was just there's racing. Diddy Kong racing was good. Crash Bandicoot racing, like yeah, no, there's there was all these variants of games that were racing levels, but you wouldn't, you don't really have that anymore. No, it's because Mario Kart's like I win. Yeah, it's like I win, and the thing is, without yet without the Star Wars brand, this game wasn't going anywhere. And because the thing is, I was looking at this and like, yeah, you get all these characters get unlocked. I'm like, I don't give a shit about. Any no of these characters, no, <laughs> but they, 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 they flesh <laughs> out the lore in like the comics later on and stuff, which is great for Star Wars fans. But I was like, wouldn't it be good if you put like Obi Wan Kenobi in a pod racer, or if you put like Darth Vader? Oh, you see, there was a I was looking this up just before the podcast because um, I was just I remember I had, and I think it was for PS2. There was a Star Wars racing game for PS2. It was, and it was. A little, it was a little bit like Diddy Kong racing. So you had the, the chunky little races with the big heads. So you had like Darth Vader and a little TIE fighter, Yo doing his little thing. And I, I can't remember what it was called. But then you say, why can't, why? Shite, I, I get, I get the idea you want to build lore and world building. And before anyone says, I know Anakin is Darth Vader, I know that. But still, wouldn't it be good to have like characters like Yoda, Obi Wan, Mace Windu, well, no, characters we know rather than just nomads? And we're always going to pick Anakin. What, this is what I love about this game. It, at the time, they needed that. They needed a big fucking name sell. They need all this stuff to make the game sell because you didn't have the internet. You didn't have that. Fucking mm. You would. They made what's impressive about it, and I think it's a, a testament to Lucas Arts. I think Lucas Arts at the time were making their like. Um, faithful adaptions, and then this this is I, I was dead shocked playing it because you had like even like the lobby areas or, or the menu ones. It was just in a little cantina on Tatooine, and you had yeah. you know little callbacks to the film, but it was so faithful. Oh, it is, and I I can't fault it for that. It is faithful, and like and they, they, they they got like Watto in there and everything, which was cool. Yeah, when you the end of the end of the race and it goes to the scoreboard and you just hear Watto going, <laughs> oh, he does, doesn't he? He does. He, plays, he sings a little song, but and the thing is, though, we were saying about like the engine stuff, 
the one thing you need to do in this game is after you races, you win your money, you have to go to either the shop and buy brand new parts, or you can go to Watto's backyard, basically where his dodgy dealings are. And you can buy some of these items. Now they could be really good, or you could find out if you, you get them cheaper, but you could find out later on the, the, the shit. Uh, but you've got to buy stuff to to advance in this game there's yeah, no yeah. I, I tried to do it i tried to do it without it and like i said those next those next races i was getting absolutely fucking had off mate but that's um, good in the sense of it makes it basically builds on the game it builds on it and like you can make if you want to make a really fast pod racer like with acceleration you can just just buy accelerators that's all you need to do and but the, the yeah. best the best <laughs> thing is is like when i was playing it it was like him Botto going oh they come in my shop they look, they know buy. Why are you no buy? And I was like, <laughs> I love yeah, Watto. Yeah, he's he's so fun. good. He just he just doesn't give a shit, does he? He just hates everyone. But he... Yeah, he's not uh, he's not, not appealing greatly to the, uh, the the massive stereotypes that the fucking um, first the, the trilogy made. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really that, bad. This <laughs> game, this game could be really good. Like it could, like I said, if you have, I reckon you put more pod races in, you put more music in and make the maps more, more coherent. It would be absolutely fantastic. Well, those, those maps do get, so the maps later on get expanded. So that's what I was, I, I was, I was thinking when I was playing it, I was like, Oh, I remember, I remember the shortcut being here. No, the shortcuts everywhere. Everywhere, man. Like some of the, some of the, Levels, right? You can have three people and they do a completely different race. Yeah, they do. And do you know what I actually liked about this when you're doing the shortcuts? Is like when the pod flies, like say it takes a big jump and lands, basically it can still take damage landing. I was like, well, that makes sense. No one's getting away from a freebie here. And yeah, you there are so many routes you can take in each map. I was like, okay, that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah, and then there's like I love the um the taunting you can do as well. So like, but that's but this is another thing. If you're not into Star Wars, you're not like you're not gonna get it. Although you're not you, gonna know, get you, it. you know you can do taunt, you could do taunts, and they like you know they shout stuff at each other. Can you imagine those? An swearers, they say like, "Hey, <laughs> you imagine like, actually hearing that? You wouldn't hear it. But in the law, that's the fucking that's the swearing that they say. In, in you know, is it? See, that's how faithful yeah, it tries to a be. A chuta means fuck you in Star Wars law. But could you imagine though, like if it was an actual race, you know? So your ba- yeah, you wouldn't be able to, yeah, you wouldn't be able to hear them. They do it in the film. They do it in the film. You, all the you film be hearing is the these mega engines go. Right, so right, listen to this. So I, I was thinking the whole the whole time playing it. Bear in mind I'm playing it now. So it's a different experience. So I'm playing it on fucking surround sound, fucking all that. Back in the day, it was a little telly in my room before. Now I've got surround sound, the Xbox, all that. I was playing it. And I was just thinking the whole time. Oh my god, if this was current gen, current gen graphics, you could have. Imagine this, you can have your own custom pod, pod racer. racer. Okay. You can actually build it. So, uh, yeah, I know you can go to the junkyard. You can buy your accelerators or your brake and all this stuff like that. But imagine if it looked different. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. Um, so you could actually custom make, like, a janky fucking pod racer out of all these different parts. You have a custom character, all this stuff. And then you have 
if you get right, go back and watch the scene out of episode one and the sound, that fucking sound, which is still in this game in the N64 game, they still had it. But imagine like what they don't have is when you get close to another one. It, the, so this is what I imagine, right? Imagine playing the game and the pod races get close and you just hear that. Yeah, that's that. If you had that, man, it would be the best fucking racing game ever. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, when if you you know you see you you can basically crash into a pod racer. I'm sorry, if you see Formula One cars, if they even touch each other, they go. They'd be ripped to bits. They'd be ripped to bits. They'd be ripped to bits. They'd be fucking decapitated. They have the guts flying all over the thing. They'd be fucking yeah. Yeah, every race. Like these tracks, I was thinking about this. Like you're going at six, seven hundred, eight hundred miles an hour. But can you imagine how big the track is? Are we filling the whole freaking world? I'm like, oh, he, he crashed. So Anakin, said, oh, Anakin crashed at lap two. How old is he? Is he about eight or nine? <laughs> but could you imagine they say, oh, Anakin crashed? You know, his guts are over there somewhere. I said, okay, in the race, it's like I'll get there in a minute. But by these, you know, in actual walking distance, it's like right, we'll be there in two days. Well, think about how dark it is. Like, you've got an eight-year-old going, like, you blow one of the engines in it, and then you've got an eight-year-old spinning around going, no! And then it just literally explodes. Explodes. Yeah. <laughs> in the film. Well. Because this is like, in the film, one of the characters dies, right? And then they expand that lore that basically his <laughs> son... Yeah, there's a character in the in the original film who dies, and his son. None of them die. No, he does. One, he does. The person who explodes in episode one dies, right? And then his there son. Someone who explodes. Now I'm thinking of it. And, no, and then his no. his son goes and basically becomes a anti-podcast protester. Anti-pod racer protester. Yeah, pod racer protester. Yeah. I just think it's great. They've even called back to pod racing in um, is it Mandalorian? There's a scene. There's a scene in one of the new Star Wars things which has a fucking. Pod. Oh, is it one of the films? There's someone who rides a pod, and it's it's like I'm sure it's in the Mandalorian. In the it's one probably because I've not. Well, I've not seen episode three because I'm kind of refused to. Um, but uh, but the, the, probably going to be Mandalorian. Well, the, late, isn't it? the last one, episode ten. No, no. Oh no! Episode yeah, episode nine. episode nine. Stag, what do you know? Is it really? I'm not a fan of rice. It it's, it's hammy. It's hammy and cheesy as fuck. It's a load yeah. of ham and cheese. Look, I'm just not a fan of Ray. Let's put it like that. There, it's like, oh, I can do everything in five minutes. Oh, piss off! All right, let's 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 change up the podcast. We're going to start dissing on all the females now. No, it's <laughs> no. What was it? The um, it's one of them. It's, one it's of not one of them. What is it? The Rogue One. Rogue One. No, I agree. Right. I agree. She was one of the best characters I've ever seen in a film. So she was awesome. I just felt like the that's oh, ridiculous. Ray, Ray, like, shit. Ray, 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 Ray is shit. Ray is shit. There we go. The thing is though, like, I would would it be good to see this game be remade? Yes, it would. <laughs> a proper remade. The problem is, is that if nobody's doing F Zero, if no one puts F Zero on the table, this isn't getting made. Simple as that. And now, even now, you've got to think to yourself. Can a game just based on Star Wars racing push it? Can it? Can it be? You know, do well, you need? I don't think it can. I don't think. I think you'd need more like, extra characters in there, and don't just focus on the law because you're relying on just geeks. I think you need more. I think 
do you know? It's almost like in, in, I don't know. Because are, are you a are you a Star Wars nerd? Or... Ish. I know a little bit. I I am. I'm a huge Star Wars geek, right? And for me, it was like fucking cool. Um, like playing it and stuff, and like you know, revisiting all the characters and that. But um, you you have this like so so in in Star Wars racer, you you have this thing where it's like it's almost like um. Yeah, exposed like you know, like the underbelly of like Tatooine and stuff yeah. like that, and it's it's like has that what what the it's it's doing what the uh what the episodes what oh fuck I, I fucked that up there so I did that <laughs> yeah well not editing it basically you got a mind like it's basically showing it it's basically expanding it all isn't it yeah so it's expanding it and then you have um yeah so all these different shows now they're showing like the different like underbellies of the different planets and stuff and I think this game does that. But I think it was doing it really early, like, you know, early of its time and stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's a weird one because I feel sorry because there's not much else to talk about with this game. There really isn't. Like, literally, I'm done. <laughs> I feel bad, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a quick one. It's a, it is a quick one. Like, you know, it, it's just basically a lonely racer that has the potential to blow your socks off, but... That, that upsets me that. I'm upset for the game that you've just called it a lonely racer. It is. It's a lonely racer. It's like you may as well put some Phil, Phil Collins on when you're going because you just oh. never... <laughs> just... I feel sorry for it every time I play it now. Yeah, just put some Phil that's Collins staying, on. That's staying. The thing is, it's staying on my Xbox because I've had friends around because for this, I was like, right, I've got Star Wars Racer. You need to come around and play because I'm going to review it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And my mates have come around and we've enjoyed it. We really have enjoyed it. Like it's been fucking great. Except when you get too fast and you get to the more complicated levels, you're literally flying through shapes. Yeah, it's again, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars Racer on shapes. <laughs> That's it. Polygon. 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 Yeah, Polygon. Polygon two. So if you had to then, honestly, you know, sometimes the episodes need to be short and sweet. They don't have to be long because otherwise we're just going to be waffling about bullshit. But I can waffle about bullshit. If no, you we're not me. waffling about bullshit because literally I'm done. So give me I, a subject, I'll waffle. No, I'm giving you the score now. So if you have to score it, what are you giving it? Five. I agree. Five. It's five. five. It has the potential. <laughs> it has the potential to be higher. It has the potential it to be higher. Me, but it upsets me giving it that score because I do, I do love it. But like, if you're gonna be honest. It's like an average game, isn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Have you played the arcade version? I've heard that's a lot better. It's fucking amazing, man. Right. I've wanted to do this in a long time. You're coming back here in uh, December, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm, how old am I? I'm talking I'm talking as if Star Wars Race is still in the arcade. Yeah, as it was going to say. You just rock up, rock up to your local arcade. Oh, I'm here to play Star Wars Racer. Episode one. Who are you? Episode one. (laughs) Arcade arcade places are dead. They don't do them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll challenge. We'll go to our local arcade machine. I'll like, excuse me. Have you got got a pound? I've got a pound. I've got a pound with the Queen's head on. With the Queen's pound. Okay. <laughs> and they'll look here and go, oh, well, we've got whack-a-mole, and that's oh, about okay. it. You don't There's get... Got, okay. I'll, fucking, 
Do you know what? I'll fucking. There's got to be what I'm gonna get. Uh, how much is it? To, let's do it now. Yeah, let's how do much it. Is it let's do it. Let's do it. Right, right. where's my Google? Racer. Okay. This is this is what we bring you, everyone. Machine? You call it a machine? Yeah, it's a it's a it's an arcade machine. It's gonna be massive. Uh, yes. There we go. Right. Star Wars VR, and oh, no, that's a different one. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, 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 oh. I found okay. one. Twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand for the Pod Racer one. Yeah, for the Sega one, US. Okay. Hey, there's a two-player one. There's a two-player one. Star Wars yeah. Racer. Oh, it does look good. Oh my god! Yeah, I've got look for good. four thousand. Four thousand pounds, but it oh, doesn't have. Uh, no. So there was one. I remember one that I played, and it had like a almost like a booth, like Anakin's pod. That's what I'm and looking at. Thing... That's what I'm looking at right it, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd go, you'd do the whole push forward, and yeah, I was genuinely <laughs> looking. It's blue. It's, it's blue and white. And it looks pretty cool. I was like, "Wow, holy shit! I want one of them." Tell you what, and it can link. It can link. It can link to four games. Four amazing. So when your Patreon money comes through, (laughs) buy that, and we'll have a game of that. Oh, here we go. Right, okay. So Sega's Star Wars. This is how old we are. Arcade Racer is no longer produced, having been released in two thousand. So twenty-two years ago, mate. Please call (laughs) us for availability. Call them, call them now. <laughs> Ring Ringing this player up in Florida. Excuse me, have you got one? That's awesome. <laughs> there was uh, me thinking we'd go to New Brighton Arcade again. <laughs> one game of episode one racer, please. I've got the pound. I have my pound. Oh, my God. Not yeah. in the pounds. <laughs> no, I, I made a statement, right? I made a statement and I was I can't remember which episode it was. And I said, if I won the lottery, oh no, I think it was when I was doing Mortal Kombat 2. When I said prior, if I won the lottery, right, I would buy uh, a building and just put old arcade machines in there. Proper yeah. old, and they'd all be free. So I'll make a deal. If I win the lottery, I will add Star Wars Pod Racer. That goes in my arcade. All right, that keep you all Star Wars happy. Manage your bar, don't I? Well, no, you're not having it. It's in my arcade, my millionaire thing. So if I win the lottery, I will buy one of these Pod Racers. That was the same as opening a barcade, mate. I think. Looks so cool, right? I want one now. It is brilliant. Just to piss off the wife. Oh my god. I, I'm, I want to find out how much they are because I'm looking at them. Honest to God, right? That arcade experience compared to the console version is is the one. Oh, I can get one for two two thousand dollars. It's got a missing carburetor. That's all. <laughs> it looks great. It looks fine. Ryan buying it. Two thousand dollars. It's coming. And get that. It'll be four thousand. <laughs> you Aussie dollars. Ship that over. This is a appears one day outside the house. The wife's like. The fuck is this? It's Star Wars. I'll see you after the divorce, Danny. <laughs> all right then, Sunshine. I'll let you go. I'm gonna go probably waste all my mortgage money on buying a pod racer, and I'll speak to you soon. See you soon.
And that was episode 64 of Star Wars Racer. Thank you to everyone who is listening. Thank you to Stefan for coming on once again. I can't wait to have you back on again, Sunshine. And until then, I'll see everyone next week. And you all take care of yourself. My name's been Danny. Bye-bye.